everybody, and welcome to another episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies based on nothing but their weird descriptions. Now I'm Brantley. And I'm Albert. Brantley is going to read uh, read for us at least to start off today. Brantley, what do you got? The first we have The Invisible Ray from 1936. Aren't most rays invisible? Unless they're light. Okay, well, Brantley, <laughs> you got me. You got me with that one, actually. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yes. You know, the most common way we would deal with. <laughs> um, let's um, reconfiguring joke. Man, Ray, so this is a movie about a guy named Ray who turns invisible, huh? There you go. Saved it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> my, my son loves that show on uh, Netflix, by the way. What show? Nailed it. I didn't know it was a show. Yeah, they. Uh, it's about people trying to replicate like really fancy cakes, um, who have no experience baking cakes. All right. So that it's like a half hour show. They made six episodes. This is like the <laughs> cheapest thing that you could do. They have like one set. You just get people in. They have some comedian who you know runs it, and they have a different uh, like side host every week. And then you just like bring in random people and have them try to bake cakes. Why are there only six episodes of this? It makes no sense. That's not what this is about. Tell me about the Invisible Ray. <laughs> a scientist creates a telescope-like device that captures light waves from the Andromeda Galaxy, giving him a way to view the distant past. Which is quite oh. possibly the dumbest sentence I've ever read in my life. <laughs> yeah, light from the Andromeda Galaxy, so which is technically how that works. It takes a while to get here. Yes, okay, in the sense that we are all viewing the past when we use our eyeballs because the light has... I meant more when we're, like, it's a measurable scale where, like, you know, you're looking at the light in the sky and that's, you know, however many light years, that's how many years ago that light was emitted. Right, right. Like, when we look at Sirius, you're not looking at Sirius, you're looking at where Sirius was. I'm Okay, but again, that is still technically true in our everyday life. I know, but it's like... That's not as fun as... It's... You know, negligible in everyday life. The other thing is that, like, it's a telescope-like device. It yes. couldn't just be a telescope. It's like the Hubble camera. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's still a telescope. What is it doing? That's it's capturing light. From a so telescope. it's a telescopic camera. <laughs> that's okay. all it is. But he's like, I've invented a device that's like a telescope, but different. You've just stuck a, t- a camera on a telescope, my dude. Totally different. No, it's the same. Brilliant scientist. Do you think that that's like an avenue that science should go down more often? Like, just glue things together. The other, I have a micro- microwave with a monster truck inside of it. Let's see how it does. No, I don't. Okay. He and several colleagues go to Africa to locate a large, unusual meteorite, meteorite the light wave showed fell there a billion years ago. So what's happening is he's collecting the light and lets him just like point it at things and see how it was a long time ago. Which is not how any of this works. <laughs> My brain hurts. So somewhat, these people heard that you could look at a star and the star would, like, you're not seeing it in the present, you're seeing it in the past. Like, okay, great. That means you can see the past. And yes. the scientist was like, That light yes. is the past light. <laughs> And they're like, but they didn't understand like light speed or how it gets to <laughs> us or anything. So, because the rock, it wouldn't work. Like the rock was traveling too fast. He when he jumped onto that skyscraper to be slowed down, and he probably. Sorry, that was a little skyscraper joke for you guys. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that they, they they go to, they saw a meteor in the past, and yes. they thought that. 
Okay. What's better is it apparently worked. <laughs> well, I've, yes, because these guys had no clue what they were talking about. <laughs> they fell there billions of years ago, and they're just like, yep. Yeah, the life from a Jonas showed us how to find it. Apparently an asteroid that travels faster than light, because that's how that works. Fair enough. After discovering that the meteorite is composed of a poisonous unknown element, Radium X. <laughs> Continuing the grand tradition of this movie of taking a thing that we know about and just slapping another thing onto it. <laughs> to be fair, it is in quotes, so it's just something some, some dumb character named in the movie. Okay. Like, we're not calling it that Radium X. He begins to glow in the dark, and his touch becomes deadly. So the exact opposite of invisible. <laughs> yes. Also, I think that's just what happens when you get irradiated. It's, just it's radioactive. You're going to die in a couple hours. Radioactive. And so are the people around you that you love. <laughs> so say goodbye, sir. These radiation effects also begin to slowly drive him mad because he realized the plot of his movie that he's in doesn't make any <laughs> sense. I'm just like, wait, uh, what? how did I do any of this? What year is this from? This is from 1936. Okay, this is so definitely he, from the radioactivity. Magic is, How radiation does it is work? just magic and do whatever. <laughs> yes. It's radiation. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. So he's going mad. Andy took glows in the dark. And everything he touched dies. Like immediately, do you think? Or is it like a delayed reaction? Uh, the first two are probably delayed. And then after that, it's just like instant touch. As long as, that, as, long as it's not a main character, yeah, instant touch. Okay. Okay, yeah, that and makes sense. And he cops that come after him is like, don't touch me! And then the dead is like, why? Why didn't I use the firearm I had this whole time? Why are If only he was a black gloves? man, I would have shot him! Wow. Topical. Um, is there more to that one? No. So you weren't kidding. I thought maybe eventually he was actually going to turn invisible. But no, he does glow in the dark, which is, as you pointed out already... The exact opposite of that. Literally the opposite of invisible. <laughs> what? Also, it can't be the light because he or the light waves he collects because those are again light. So his ray is made of light that lets him see into the past. There's oh, no visibility you, at is all. There, is there t like? Do you think there's time traveling? Unless like it's like Radium X is, you know, like it's just causing the Fantastic Four and gives them random powers, and there right. is somebody who is invisible, but he's not the main character. There are so many... The thing that I love about this is that there are so many science-adjacent ideas, <laughs> right? The fact that you can look at a star and see into the past is true. The fact that if you get irradiated, you glow in the dark, and you kill the people around you is also technically true. It's just not true in the way this movie <laughs> feels like it is. This is very comic book. <laughs> like, dumb comic book, and it's great. Well, again, the 30s, you gotta give them some... I cut him a little slack, apparently. What's next? Cult of the Cobra. Okay, nice alliteration there. Yeah. From I 1955. Know, I was going to ask, if they're both spelled with Ks, we know they're from the 90s. But... No, it's Cs. Okay. They still cared, cared about... Uh, <laughs> cared about spelling? Yeah. And just, like, decorum in general in the 50s? <laughs> So the cult of the cobra. I mean, that's that's kind of. I mean, it's a cool sounding name. It's a very generic name. This could mm -hmm. be basically anything. I have this no. This sounds like a Tarzan book. Tarzan, the cult of the cobra. Yeah, I could see that. Or like maybe a like Doc Savage or something. Like a really weak Cthulhu mystery. Yeah. <laughs> like I found this strange statue. I must investigate the people who are like. No, dude, that's, that's a, cobra, a snake, man. man. <laughs> and they worship it. Well, I mean, yeah, people worship lots of stuff. <laughs> 
six American officers witnessed the secret ritual of Lamians. L-A-M-I-N-A-S. Say what your heart says, Brantley. Lamians. All right, Lamans. Okay. They witnessed these llamas doing a secret ritual. Yeah, I was going llama too. Whatever. Parenthetical. Worshippers of women who can change into serpents. Oh, wait. So this is like a real phenomenon? They witnessed the, the, the people who worship those things. I mean, I don't think they can actually change into serpents. I'm skeptical about that. Oh, there's Lamian noodles in the Lamian War. I wonder if they're related. I mean, noodles are kind of snake-like. I don't think this is a real thing, really. It is a type of Chinese noodle, I also though. don't think radium X is a real thing. <laughs> no, but the way they... Sometimes when people are, like, very confident with their explanations for something... They like, were also very confident with the explanation oh, this of this is a real country world. of Wakanda. Okay. When the soldiers are discovered by the snake cult, the high Lamian priestess vows that, quote, the cobra goddess will avenge herself. Because apparently she's not big into voyeurism, or... Well, she just... Yeah, I mean, you'd think, like, <laughs> these guys would... Go back and tell people about, like, man, these people can turn themselves into snakes. This is like, this is the real religion, guys. Forget about these guys who can pick snakes up. These also, guys like, turn into them. They don't do anything to stop them from leaving. It's like, if you, you're going to be punished for seeing our rituals. Should have seen that. Another, yet another example that this is a real religion. They're like, we're like the co- she's just going to punish you guys. I don't know what. Yes, because no one in any religion practice now or ever has ever just taken their quote unquote law into their own hands. Well, no, but I'm saying there's a there's a bit in uh, the book of Judges where Gideon is like, or no, some people are mad at Gideon for like desecrating one of their statues mm-hmm. uh, from one of the other non god gods, um, and his, his uncle it was his uncle's statue, and they're like, well, aren't you going to do anything? It's like, you know, if he's a real god, then he can take care of himself. So <laughs> no. <laughs> Once back in the United States, a mysterious woman enters into the life of each serviceman. With disastrous re- results. Is it the same mysterious woman, or are we thinking like... I think it's the same one. Okay. With, quote-unquote, accidents beginning to happen, and before each death, the shadow of a cobra is seen. Is, like, is it being cast wall. by a cobra? <laughs> Does she have a snake shadow? Who sees the shadow? The camera. <laughs> I guess the audience sees it. <laughs> I saw a shadow of a cobra, officer. Funny. It's just like that other murder where they saw the shadow of the cobra. <laughs> or the, like the other, other than the shadow of the cobra, the obvious implication here is this woman's just like bad luck. Well, I was thinking she goes around killing her husbands, which has happened in sometimes in history. Yes. So I don't know why we have to. <laughs> the, the 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 supernatural is not needed to explain this phenomenon. But it's there. Okay. Because the Cobra Goddess, probably. Or is that the end of that one? That is the end of that one. Oh, man. That was... I was, I was I, I always end up wanting, like, one more sentence. Just one more. <laughs> well, Brantley's out now. Not not gone. Like, he's still here. Bye, guys. That's all the episodes. That's all the movie descriptions we had. So I'm going to take over, and I'm going to read Netherworld. Ah, it's a prequel to Underworld. Would it not? I mean, sort of a side quill? Like, Nether <laughs> and Under kind of mean the same thing, right? Ah. So the, you're saying it's, it's a translation? Yes, like this is, this when the Underworld came out in Germany, they called it <laughs> Netherworld. They probably called it Frankenstein in the Underworld. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Yeah, I mean, Godzilla Return, or Godzilla Raids Again there is like Frankenstein Conquers the World or something. The plot concerns 
a Corey Thornton. Not oh, well, the Corey Thornton, Thornton, but one of them. I- I'm glad he's important to the plot. A dashing young man who has just inherited a vast estate from the father he never knew in life. While combing through the deceased's papers, <laughs> he discovers that his father's last wish was to be brought back from the dead. As is most people, yes! I assume. Every- when did he have to write that down? Corey's like, oh, he wanted to come. He, he didn't want to die. I also, <laughs> father of the year, by the way, never saw his kid. He was, he can have my stuff if he brings me back. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Corey becomes obsessed with this task. Why? He I, just really, he's got a lot of daddy issues. issues. Yeah, yeah he was, I, I can understand, like, I, the father I never knew. He didn't want to die. Suddenly, I knew something about him. <laughs> he wants to be alive again. <laughs> he didn't want to be dead. <laughs> yeah. Do you? <sighs> what? Yes. He becomes obsessed with his tax- task and seeks help from those around him. By you? By you? By you? Oh, and here I just assumed he would just try stuff. By his own self. I had to do it myself! No, 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 the first guy who he Don't asks know how for to help, bring though. people back to life, though. Is by you. Spelled B I G O U. The slobbering neighborhood idiot savant. Diane. I'm sensing a reason that this dad didn't want anything to do with him. <laughs> Southern fried, quote unquote, jailbait. He um, actually looks to be about 25 years old. <laughs> So uh, We wouldn't have squickiness, but we don't want to creep out the people watching the movie. His father's lawyer... What? Who has That's mis- fair. No, it's not! Yeah. He, had, he was about the law, not bringing people back from the dead. He's not a necromancer. Yes, but he can probably help you find things. Anyway, they have a parenthetical. The lawyer has mysteriously deformed hands. And, of course, Dolores... A prostitute. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. With big hair and mystical powers? See, now Dolores I get, actually. The prostitute part, not so much. But the fact that she has mystical powers makes her, like, the only person in this group that's <laughs> Sorry, qualified. I just got this image of him asking the lawyer if he knows anybody. And I was like, yeah, of course, Dolores. The prostitute. <laughs> With big hair and mystical powers. Should have led with the mystical powers, man. <laughs> like, she's very proud of her, her uh, profession. I don't judge. The action alternates between Corey's manor house and Tonks, the brothel next door. The, the name of the brothel next door is Tonks. Of course. Where, by the way, he, he lives in a manor house. What's the zoning commission like in this place where they have like the manor house and then like this, this really nice mansion and then also is this movie in England? a brothel. Um, I don't know. If so, there you go. Okay. Where all the girls are named after dead celebrities. <laughs> or have Marilyn Monroe and Mary Magdalene really been resurrected? So two very different kinds of celebrities. <laughs> yeah, I don't, before today, I would not have necessarily named Mary Magdalene as a celebrity. <laughs> like, she's not tearing up Us Weekly, really. Anymore. I, anymore. <laughs> Key oldie last <laughs> <us> weekly. <sighs> Get the latest scroll. Are Mary Magdalene and Jesus involved? Some sources say yes. 
We played his power couple. Jesus is Mary Magdalene. <laughs> Romans infuriated. <laughs> Caesar condemns. <laughs> I just want to read that so bad now. <laughs> the band, I guess there's a band now, by the sure, way. why not? The band plays smooth jazz as passions rise and Dolores casts sultry glances at everyone. How scandalous. Like, yeah, also, she's, I mean, she's trying to drum up business. I don't, he is a prostitute. It's her job. <laughs> she told them that she could praise the dead, but really she's just trying to get them to pay, pay her for sex. <sighs> then things get weird. Which, you know, because it was so normal before. Oh, yeah, no, it totally makes sense. A hand flies out of the wall and starts killing people whose souls become trapped inside the bodies of birds. Okay. You know, in retrospect, yes, that is weirder than what we were dealing with before. It, it Indeed. A bird, which is clearly a hand puppet, screams, <laughs> Never! See, what? Oh, never. Uh, yes, never. For It's a reference to Nevermore. Sorry. Yes, but this bird is not quite as... Um, a literary? Yes. Accomplished? That's... <laughs> Verbose? That's the word. <laughs> he, has, he, has, he hasn't learned more yet. He's still working on that at bird school. If the, if you had a My bird diction's not school, that great. You learn how to stand on top of a skull, lurk outside of people's chamber doors, say Nevermore. You kind of flunked out, really. Well, not flunked out, but he got a D. They're like, we'll give you the diploma, but... You gotta try harder, man. (laughs) We finally descend to the netherworld. Thanks for bringing that back around. Oh, yeah, that's the name of the movie. (laughs) Where the forces of evil fight for control of Corey's mind. There's a vacancy. Yes. (laughs) I guess we never get back to, like, resurrecting the dead. Maybe that's why he went to the netherworld? I would assume. It went way off track for a while there, though. Every sentence was just kind of like, a, here's a new thing, and another new thing, and another new thing, and now we're done. Which is not how I would build a movie, but that is how I've built this podcast. Because that's all we got for people today, Brantley. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you like this, don't forget to tell a friend. Or do forget. I don't know, Brantley. Should I say something different? We should try to do some, like, A-B testing with our endings. What's an alternate thing that we could say at the end that would get people to share the love about the podcast? We have a Patreon. Please give us money. We need it. Well, that was the blunt approach. Yes. We'll see you guys later. you can be the scalpel. I am the hammer. (laughs) Money! See, that's not a scalpel. Scalpels are precision and subtle. Money! Okay, you've gone from hammer to, like, hacksaw, which is good. Money. Okay, now you've just turned into a horror movie. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wrap this up. Let's end it. It's, kind of, it's out of hand. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye, guys.